did not end there. It marked police impunity and mass murders and therefore justified police shootings of single victims of state terror. I call it police terrorism. The same suffered with absolute impunity all across America and in every black community in the nation. It was for this reason that the Black Panther Party was formed in October 1966 in Oakland, California. Movements were born out of this intolerable extremity. Movements will continue to be born until this this is a call from Pennsylvania State Correctional Institution, Mahanoy. This call is subject to recording and Still I remain, I can't complain, baby, life is great. Could have been a cage of the grave with the right mistakes. Uh, they see it happening. Still ain't backing it. Gotta stand for something. I'm taking the new Kaepernick. Yep, Lifestyles of the Broken Educated Podcast. You already know what it is. We are back and live in the mix. Uh, Ray SoCal, uh... Live from the Danger Chamber, live from the Yap House Studio, uh, but not for long. We're going to have to relocate the Yap House Studio. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, DJ High Roller is back on the mic once again. Indeed, indeed, baby. Back to back to bless the airways a little bit one more time, man. Feels good. Always feels good, man. And even better during these times, man. We're going to get into it a little bit. Today, man, a lot of hot topics, man, a lot. A lot of hot topics, a lot of hot topics, bro. A lot of, um, you know what I'm saying, a lot of uh, self-reflection been going on. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. We've been, we've been, we've been, you know, we, 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 we've been, uh, you know, going through a lot of things uh, as a country. We've been going through a lot of things as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, you know, as a people. Um, and, you know. It's 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 crazy that we that we haven't been on the mic because um, a lot of these uh, I mean you, you've been out protesting yep. you know what I'm saying I've been we, we've been we've been we've been you know we've been checking you out so you've been out there in the streets holding it down of course you know what I'm course, saying baby. got to got to uh, uh, I've I've you know voiced uh, or at least uh, you know in tweets or whatever the case may be or to you know whoever i've spoken with yeah you've done uh, your part you've done your you know part, off the you yeah you know what i'm saying we we you know yeah, we make man. we making sure that the message is being spread you feel yeah, me like exactly and you I, know and i think one thing too just to touch on is that uh it just doesn't have to be seen you know what i mean i think the best work that i've done is being able to really sit down and have conversations you know what i mean and i think that's the best part about this whole thing that's going on is like I'm being able to sit down with some of my white friends that, you know, I've grown up with my whole life, you know, coming out of sports and whatnot like that. These guys that I, you know, quote unquote, went to battle with. And I'm having some of these conversations, right. seeing how they see things as well as, you know, kind of pointing out that, you know, even though you don't think these things are happening, bro, like I know you've witnessed these things and you got to take the time to acknowledge that as well as be aware of that. You know what I mean? And. That's that's been the most that's been the most beautiful part about it is having those conversations. I've I've seen some people uh, come to tears because they just can't understand why these things are happening and, you know, why things are like this. And I've also come I've seen people, you know, stand 10 toes down like this shit's got to change. And yep. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to help change it. You know what I mean? And that's the beautiful part about it. So I think that's most important too. a lot of people. 
shouldn't get too wrapped up in all this social media and, you know, people calling people out like, oh, what are you doing? Dog, don't worry about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like having this conversation as a black man, you don't need to post that you out there. You know what I mean? It's it's dope, but you don't need to like, homie, I'm living this shit. You feel me? Thank you. Thank you, bro. I had, I had, a, uh, I had, I've had, I've had, it, you know, it's crazy that you mentioned that because I've had a bevy of conversations with, um, a lot of my white friends. I've had a bevy of conversations, obviously with, you know, my black friends, with my, uh, Hispanic friends, with my Asian friends. Like we've all been having these conversations, but you know, um, it, and, and, and one, one of the conversations that I had with one of my white friends who's uh, who's also in the media space and who's also, um, you know, she she, you know, she hit me up like and she was it's, it's like she was like she was literally probably one of. I could probably count on one hand, uh, you know what I mean, the number of people who actually hit me up to, um, you know, of my white friends that actually hit me up to actually talk about what was going on. Uh, just, you know, not only amid George Floyd, but everything afterwards, like they, like they actually wanted to understand like, yo, what the fuck, like explain to me why y'all feel the way y'all feel like not, not on a, on a, you know, media speak level, but on a human level, you feel me? Help me understand like, you know, why there's no other way to put it. Like why, why we feel the way we feel, you know what I mean? Like, and Sometimes you really just got to break it down to them and put it in just like black and white terms. Like, and that's what I think a lot of these, a lot of these white people either are or they're not ready for. You know what I mean? Like the person that, you know, quote unquote, wants to, you know, stand by America's values doesn't want to hear that America was built by black people. They don't want to hear that. But the harsh reality and the blood, sweat and tears of truth of it is that yes america was built by black people and white people need to start realizing that as well as you know everybody everybody needs to start realizing that you know it doesn't matter if you know you're you're white or black you know do your research and do your history because the history that we've been taught has been tainted you know what i mean and it's kind of our generation that has been the ones to kind of challenge that you know what i mean not I told, to say, i told Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go yeah, ahead. yeah. Not to say that, you know, our parents' generation wasn't challenging it at all, but, you know, I think we've been the ones to really say, no, 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 we need to figure out how we can fix these textbooks, you know what I mean? And really figure right. out how we can start spreading this knowledge to, like, the white people, bro, because, like, you, you get, you, if you honestly sit down and teach a white person about the civil rights movement that has never learned about it and has just, like, has never like been taught any hate in their heart. Not ten times out of ten, they're gonna be rip, they're gonna be with it. You know what I mean? They're gonna be like Bro, this, a black this shit ain't a, right. a, a, a a black textbook with with nothing but African American history distributed to the school system, bro. Like that, like that's what needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I agree. Because there's 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 you know you look you look at you look at you look at the world as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Not not just America. You know what I'm saying? Not right. just um, Africa, but you look at the world as a whole, right? Right. There are many different cultures, many different religions, many different um, groups of people out there across the world, millions of people across the world who themselves have been oppressed, 
who yeah, themselves okay. have been censored, who themselves have, um, you know, been been, uh, you know, prejudged and, you know, eschewed and shunned. You know what I mean? And, and you know, told that they were inferior and made to feel like they were inferior. A lot of people, a lot of groups of people have felt that across the world. That's why these protests have spanned different countries. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because that's why they're protesting in Spain. That's why they're protesting down in the land down under. Because yep. there's a, the, because the world the world knows that feeling, bro. Like the world knows black history. The world knows that there was a group of people that were taken from their homeland and put on boats and, you know, enslaved and made to, you know, be workers yep. on someone else's land. Yep. You know, like the world understands that and the world understands that that shit is fucked up and it's been fucked up for decades, for, for centuries. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And um, I really appreciate the people who have reached out to me after... Uh, Obviously, after I, you know, voice what my own experience is, but, um, you know, there's 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 a lot of white people that I understand are are, are kind of leery about showing public support, and I get it, I totally understand it, you know, and that was that was kind of the basis of the conversation that I had with um, with one of my friends who's she's a Caucasian female and she's in media, you know, she's like, you know. You should basically pose the question like, what about the people who, who, who do so much privately behind the scenes, they sign petitions, they donate, they, you know, educate people, you know, the best that they can to their best ability, I guess. You know, what about those people? You know, she says she feels like it's a slippery slope because, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to showcase everything that they do, whether it's on social media, whether this, you know, whatever the way that they want to do it. Right. And, you know, that's 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 what, you know, she and I were having a conversation about what being disingenuous is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, th- th- you know, this was around the time when everybody was posting the black box. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people still have that black box up symbolizing what that symbolizes. Um, and, you know, she's like, yeah, you could post a black box. She was like, but are you really living this in your daily life? And she exactly. kicked that to me. I'm like, see, that's the kind of uh, uh, open-mindedness that we need to hear from people. And I said, I, and, and I, I gave it a game back. I said, look, I said, I'm down with the background support if people don't want to publicly support. I said, but then I asked, like you said, you know, tell your friends who don't understand what we're really doing this shit for. Like, it's much deeper than just, oh, don't say the N-word. You know what I'm right. saying? And... I, and I just I just kicked it to her like like I said this wasn't on a media type level this was just human to human on the right. race relations type shit you know I kicked it to her like look I just question why you know many white people love to talk about black culture they talk about the black people who they say they love you know but then they don't want to speak up when many of us are voicing that we've been under constant attack the you know the conversation definitely gets way deeper than that that we have, which is, which is, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole conversation, but I appreciate those types of, uh, insights and, and, and just her having the, the willingness to, to, to just come to me and say, yo, I'm not even mad, but why are you guys upset about, and, 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 you know, what's, what's like, what's really going on that we haven't been paying attention to. 
<laughs> you know? And then exactly. it's crazy that, uh, like, you know, and, and so situations like that, you know, we go through all the time. And it was so, it was so crazy because while, you know, she and I were, were, you know, conversing back and forth via text, you know, uh, I was just, uh, you know, walking around the, uh, uh, the street, right. you know what I mean? And I, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of, you know, around my neighborhood that I'm going to be moving from, not because it is, but, you know, for, for other reasons that we'll get into. Um, right. But as I was, uh, you know, walking around the block, you know, just kind of getting some exercise, you know what I mean? Trying to get some fresh air, you know, after I got home from work and whatnot, like, you know, the same officer in an SUV drove by me three times on this whole route throughout the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. The second time he drove, <laughs> he he kind of crept up on me, coming towards me, but with no lights on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm already I'm all I'm already on on alert because I'm like, wait, what's going? Like, why is this car creeping up with no lights? And it just happened to be him. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you even? Why would you even? Why would you do that to someone? Like, just like humanly, you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be out there protecting us, bro. Like, why are you? Why are you turning off your lights? If you want to see what I'm doing, bro, pull up on me with your lights on. Like and, the first, see the first, the first time, like, the, the, the first fuck? time I was well, on the main road, it. I was on, I was on, I was on Mariposa in mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. I was, I was on the main road, walking west on Mariposa, kind of towards Main Street, and and he was coming westbound on where on Mariposa, and he kind of drove by me, and it was weird because when he drove by me, I you know I I didn't really look at him, but I kind of you know how we kind of get the peripheral look because we know, you know what I'm saying? I like I had my. I had my Power Beats Pro in, so you know I had my my music on, and I was looking down at my phone so that the light can you know illuminate my face. Like you you know I'm I'm good money. I'm just looking at my phone. You feel me? Like exactly. So I'm not, I'm not a threat, bro. Like that's the shit that kills so, me, bro. But yeah, like bro, like this, like like bro, this is the shit that we have to think about. Okay, how am I going to tactically uh, maneuver this situation to make sure that you know I look. Uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't perceive myself to be a threat. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. And, and, you know, I basically told her, I'm like, look, like, like at night and in the evening times, like our silhouettes are different. Like we look different to people. So we gotta, we gotta change our gait, the way we walk. We gotta make sure that, you know, everything is sound so that, you know, nothing pops off and nobody th- thinks that we're up to anything. We're, I'm just anything, getting exercise. I'm right? getting some fresh air, bro. Like, like that's like what it just is. Just being a regular person, bro. Like, we can't even walk outside at night just to be just to be regular, bro. Like, that's the shit that kills me. Like, like for a cop to really just think you're a threat, or or who's to say that cop was just like, oh man, this guy's got to be up to something, you know? Maybe I right. can get him for something. He's got to be up to something. I know he is. I know he is. My hunch. What is that hunch that you feel? That's what I want to ask that <laughs> cop. You know what I mean? I want to take him out and be like, what is that hunch you feel that seeing this guy makes you feel so uncomfortable that you need to ride back and forth a couple times? You know what I mean? Like right. that that just doesn't make any sense to me. In a, in a place that's so like multi like multi-diverse, you know what I mean? Like it, it you don't know who he is like that. You could have been somebody's like 
like cousin who was just visiting from out of town that just wanted to walk outside for a fresh walk. You could have been just you walking outside. Anybody. For fresh air. That's what bro. it is, bro. And I and I was like and, and 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 I was like and, and <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, bro, I'm giving her the play by the play. I was like I was like, I just walked my neighborhood and saw the same cop drive by me three times. The second time without headlights. That's what we're talking about. And then the very next text I said, three more times I have to worry if this guy is feeling like a tough guy or not. Exactly. That's the first thing that comes by. Like the first time we see a cop, we're like, oh shit. Second time, we're like, God damn. Third time, like, what yep. the fuck is this dude thinking about? Like, what about? the fuck like, is going on? Yeah, now. And like, now bro, I'm like, then, fuck, man. <laughs> now your facial expressions change because I felt my face change. I gave him the look like, are you, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's the kind yeah, of look I gave him. But bro. I just kind of just, Who you know, wouldn't? looked at him and then just kept and just kept it pushing, right? So, like, that's what, like, when we, okay, we we know respect and disrespect, right and wrong. That's exactly. what, that, that's the, like, that's. That's just the way we operate. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so that's what people need to understand with us. It's like, look, if you give us respect, we give you respect. I give respect regardless because that's how I was raised. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. I come from a military family. So, you know, for me, that's, that's, that's the basis of everything for me. People will tell you, like, yo, all I do is give love. You know what I mean? And, you know, you, you know when we're, <laughs> she's like, oh, that's horrifying. Like, she's like... I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, like it's you don't have to be sorry. sorry because I was, I, I was like, look, I was like, yo, you, you don't have to be sorry because this is our version of what America is through our perspective. I said, it's much more of a way of life than it is like, okay, here we go again. Like, that's how we feel. It's like, all right, here we go again. Let's go ahead and, you know what I mean? Let's go ahead and just exactly. get through it. Like, that's what our perspective of what America is. Yep. So, and you it's know, crazy because it, like, I'm going to be honest and I, I, I like to talk about this because it's it means a lot to me because one, I'm proud of it. And two, like I know that there's still there's a lot of bad apples in that bunch, but there's a lot of people right. who know right from wrong. And right. one of my best friends is a cop. And I I was so blessed when I found out he had made it through the academy, bro. I was so happy for him. And I was just like, hell yeah, bro. Like, you my dog. Like, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, good shit for you. And yeah, that's, a never, that's, a, that's a lifetime appointment, bro, for yeah, a lot of people. Bro, you like, know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they're going like, to build their family off of and retire off of is exactly. that cop salary and that cop pension, which I'm with. Look, I get it. I and, get and, that. Trust and me. The, the part about it, though, is that I, I know that, like, there's, there's, there's nothing that puts it past me that, you know, he knows right from wrong and... When put in a in a tough situation, he's still going to think about it as a human, bro. Like, he's told me about some of the things that, you know, he's had to, you know, go on or, or you know, the type of approaches he had to have or the encounters that he has to have. Right. And, and he's told me how he thinks about it and how he approaches people. And we've talked about how he approaches, you know, different ethnicities. And we've also taught how we've also been he we also talked about how. The way that they taught him how to approach different ethnicities, which is so just weird in itself. You know what I mean? And when all this is going on, you feel me like a lot of cops are going through shit. You know, every day I'm texting my dog. You know what I mean? Like, bro, how you doing? He's like, man, I'm good. You know, this shit sucks. Like, you know, it, all these bad apples fuck it up for the good ones that are actually doing their job. Right. And that's what... That's what that's what it really comes down to is that, you know, you could have 
99% of fucking great apples, but the 1% of apples that might make it to the store, that's going to fuck up your whole shit. You know what I mean? Yep. That's going to fuck up your whole brand, your whole your whole company and everything because those bad apples got out and that's what people know you for. And that's that's you know, it's black and white when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, exactly. Cuz at that point when you're thinking about a brand, you know, let's, let's let's just keep it on the apples term. When you're thinking about a brand of apples, bro, like you don't want those apples no more because all you know about is bad apples. So why even have those apples anymore? Like you don't know, you don't even want to see the second batch of apples because you don't even know if they're gonna be good. But why even, why even yeah. give them that chance? You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the most shitty part is that there's so many bad apples that fucked it up that it's hard to give the good ones a chance. And even when you yep. see the good ones, it's like, damn, bro, like. What are you gonna do to be able to stop this bad apple? Yeah, it's like, bro, you you, you know, what yeah, I mean? you, right, right, right. I mean, this, is, bro, you see, you, you see out out here at the, uh, I think it was the LA County Sheriff, uh, uh, probably like six months ago, if that, bro, they they took down a gang ring within the fucking LA County Sheriff. It was yeah. the LA County Sheriff. It was it or 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 the LAPD. It was one of the two. I think but it was the LA I, County I Sheriff. I believe it was the sheriff. That yeah. was happening when I was still out there too. When I was still bro, in these dudes, bro, I remember. Bro, it. these dudes had a <laughs> bro. These these dudes had gang ta- had had their own specific LA County Sheriff gang tattoo, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I mean, like fam, like yo, this is the shit that you like. It's a it's a systematic thing, and that's why people are like, burn this shit down in terms of the system. And rebuild this shit because you got gangs policing each other. So it's like, bro, that's a fucking prison. That's a, that's that's crime school. You telling me? Straight up. That's crime school, man. Straight up, bro. Because it doesn't. That's that's only that's the only way you fix it, bro. That's the only way you fix it is that you 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 gotta you gotta tear everything down to rebuild it. Because at this point, like all the even all the little things, bro, like. All the little things of the of like being a cop and like a sheriff, like even down to the badge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like let's let's drop the knowledge of them and their little five pointed badge of what it really used to be back in the day, of really what it yep. was. You know what I mean? All it was was the slave yep. the little slave masters bling bling. You know what I mean? That's all it was. Or is the people who was trying to go catch the slave blink? Man, you want to? Man, you want to? Uh, okay, you know, bro. Drop okay, too much okay. I, hey, hey, but, hey, bro. Hey, this is. Hey, this is why we here, bro. But hey, hey, but trip this though. I see your fact. I see. I see your fact that I fuck with, and I raise you this one. Okay, you know the jingle that everybody hears when Ooh. the when the. Uh, when mm-hmm. the ice cream man come, mm-hmm. go ahead, tell him, about bro. It. Go and go, go and Google the name of that song right oh, now, bro. I already it's know called it. a nigga. It's called it's called a nigga wants a watermelon. Nigga wants okay? a watermelon. That's yep. the name of the that's the name of the song. So you know what I mean. All the kids is running down to go. Uh, they you know as soon as they hit it, you know they hear the ice cream man. They turn into their mama. Yo, can I get, can I get a couple dollars to go get some ice cream? Like, yeah, she's gonna give them a couple dollars. My, my mama gave me a couple dollars for sure. Ice cream man used to come right by the house on Limbrook. Stop right in front of the house on Limbrook. Ice cream man still slide by my crib too. You know what I mean? But look, now I'm gonna start pulling up on the ice cream man if he got that song knocking. I'm gonna be like, now bro, I'm gonna exactly. Now song. you wanna exactly. Now you wanna pull up on him and bro. Nah, turn that off, bro. Turn that shit off. Facts. Like it's really what it is, man. Let's let's really kick it down to the studs of the crib of the house, 
and just really see what's behind these walls because the walls have been covered up for so long, bro. All the history has been covered up. Covered yep. the fuck up. Covered up, bro. But t- from the time we from the time quote unquote Americans got here. You know what I mean? And and that's where that's where it all it all just they like, stole this land. Me, Come bro. on now. Like, it sucked. It, and you know, I'm they trust me, man. I'm happy to be here in terms of oh, being yeah. in America. Believe Definitely, me. But you know what I'm saying? Up to me, I would wouldn't, wouldn't mind being in Africa. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, there. let's just call it what it is, man. Yeah, we look, bro. look, all this shit is a learned behavior, bro. This shit is a learned behavior. You know what I'm saying? It came from it came from somebody who came here and stole the land from somebody else. Let's yep. just yeah, people know that already. But we not even we not even going to get into that. But 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 uh, I'm gonna get off that though. I'm gonna get off that because yeah, we don't need to go too deep. Into you know, that, nah nah that nah. Nah, every everybody every everybody everybody's talking that right now, and I'm with it. The conversation has to keep going. We did our part. You know what I'm saying? We 27 minutes in, we did what we had to do. Let's take a moment to stand and observe the hell we live in. No matter how hot a fire, it never melt the system. Some could help but didn't. We fill up the jails and prisons. You don't believe that's a business, only yourself you're kidding. But now they're killing our people, it's all on television. Them cops went home to their people, turn on the television. I tell my son, careful what you learn on television. He 15, he don't know what I mean. Don't know about yet. Doubt, suspect, outset to controlled outlets from those who don't want to let us out yet. So, for me, right, over the, uh, you know, I, I've been, w- once again, I think, I think on the last podcast I talked, uh, the last solo podcast I did, I talked about, um, you know, basically the history of me being here, uh, uh, all my living situations in terms of um, me being in L.A., right? Like the first time I right. got here, I had a spot, and then, you know, I was in this spot for a while, and then LAX bought the land, bought the neighborhood, kicked us out. We had to go move somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Something, 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 something to the contrary is happening again. Not the same ordeal with, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, a larger entity probably brought the, pro- no. So the building that we're in right now, the danger chamber, the, what's, 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 what's pretty much been the danger chamber since we, since we got here to El Segundo, home right. of the Lakers, by the way. Right, right. You know, you got to put, you know, you got to, like, so. Let them know. Uh, that's what it is, man. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. Uh, GG. GG. And all the families. Rest in peace, everybody, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, rest in Damn, bro. Stephen Bing. Yesterday. What a, yo, what a shitty news day yesterday. I'll get back to what I was talking about. But yesterday, bro, shitty news day. Stephen Bing. Uh... You know, longtime Hollywood financier, Hollywood, you know, um, film producer, film writer, uh, philanthropist, you know, just just a dude. You feel me? Uh, just a guy. Jumped to his death. Jumped to his death from the 27th floor of his apartment building. Mm. And I know the I know the I think Michael Avenatti used to live in that same building. Or his wife, or whatever. Whenever Avenatti was in that case with the the Nike case or whatever, that's where he had his little press conference at. They 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 got you. You know how the feds come get you early in the morning and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. Before that's what they did with Avenatti or whatever. Wake up. Right. So, and a lot of people live in that building. You know, uh, right there on Santa Monica, ten thousand Santa Monica, uh, in Century City. 
But I'm calling, bro. I'm I'm had the report on the story, and I'm call I'm calling, you know, police and I'm calling the you know the coroner and everybody. Just you know, LAPD, bro. These guys, these guys were so, like the the dude I I spoke to, man. Like you could just tell, like he was just. I don't know if he saw it, if he if he saw the scene or whatever, but he was just down about it, and I understood it too. Oh, I was down when I was calling. I'm like, bro. I was like, bro. You probably already know why I'm calling you. <laughs> you know, I'm just calling just to confirm, you know, whoop de whoop this and that, you know. And uh, you know, I and, and and you know, that was just a situation where it's like, Jesus, like you don't ever want to see that headline come through. It's like like on the wire, you're like, fuck, this guy did what? Right. Bro. Jumped off the twenty seventh floor. You think it's fake, and they just confirmed bro. his death today, yeah. Suicide. Exactly. Fake. But this did bro, but this guy had six hundred million. He was he was worth half a billion dollars. He inherited six hundred million at eighteen years old from his grandfather, who was a who was a real estate mogul in LA. So he was at Stanford, he dropped out of Stanford, and then he, you know, he started investing in Hollywood movies. And obviously did well for himself to grow. I'm sure he grew, you know, his fortune, his windfall, but damn. Like, that's crazy, man. It's just not crazy, that's just wild, but just like man. the idea of that is just you, you know. But you just feel you just you never know what anybody's going through. You feel me? Like, yeah, man. Um, Life is and I, and wild, and the bro. the report was that the report was that he was he was so depressed from the coronavirus pandemic, from COVID nineteen, from loneliness i guess he was lonely in this place i don't know but the report was that he was so lonely that you know it took a toll on me he just was like dude i can't you know that's can't what, take it can't handle it a lot of people are claiming man that's that's wild though man like it's it's it i really can't speak to that because I've never experienced that. You know what I mean? Like when I get to a place like that, I try to just either a like get out of it or like I have other things. You know what I mean? Like right. I have other things that I could take my mind off of that to feel like I'm not lonely. You feel me? But I don't know. It, it's it's kind of eye opening. I guess that's the best word I could use for it to kind of know that, yeah. you know, not everybody has those and not everybody can find them as easily. You know what I mean? Cause you know, for example, like if I feel lonely or something, bro, like I could, I can go, you know, maybe play some video games. You feel me? Or, you know, exactly. Take your frustrations out on like GTA yeah, or something, <laughs> yeah, bro. Or like, you know, link up with <laughs> right. somebody like, talk to one of my yeah. homies who I haven't seen. And that's another thing. Like, I wonder if like people have reached out to him during this time. Cause that's what it really comes I mean, down you, to. You, you know wonder, I mean? I mean, you wonder, you wonder, I, wonder I mean, this, you know, this was a guy, this was a guy who seemingly had it all right. This was a guy who had a 18 year old son with Elizabeth Hurley, the supermodel, you know, he had a daughter with, you know, another, you know, former tennis star, you know, he That's was linked thing. to, Those are you know, all the these ones. different supermodels throughout the years. Like, like this was a guy who seemingly had everything in life that he needed. That's what people and think, though. That's what you think. Exactly. Like, what? You is, never know like, what somebody's going through. What he's actually missing. Like, evidently, he's actually missing, like, real friends, bro. Like, 
as crazy as it sounds, man, like loneliness, that's, that's, it's, I, I, I can't see myself like I can't. It's hard to see myself. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to even fathom. Lonely, bro, because I have so it's tough many to fathom, people, for sure. So many people around me to be able to help me to be like, bro, like what? Lonely, my dog. What are you? What are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to do? You like, okay, we can't, we can't go out and shit. Well, okay, bro, like we could, we could, I could chop it up with you. I could talk to you, I could call you, I could text you, and that's 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 what I think of being lonely, bro. Like nobody's reaching out, nobody's <clears throat> trying to hit you up, and that's kind of scary. You know what I mean? And you just don't have no. I'm I hate to put it like this, but like no other hobbies, bro. Like you grow up with yeah. like so much things to kind of money can buy you hobbies when you can't spend your money because like let's keep it a hundred, like. Bro, and you got during everything. the time of Corona, you really couldn't spend your money, like unless you were like, Yo, just buying hella shit online. You were you exactly, exactly. And you, you know, a lot of people. Your money. I get a lot of people who have money. You, you couldn't spend it. I think um, uh, Deshaun Jackson was talking about this uh, in an interview with Marcellus Wiley um, on Speak for Yourself. I think last week or the week before, he was like, "Yo, I just, you know." You know, we just been quarantining, so I've been saving money. Like, I can't spend no money. I can't go, you know, I can't go to the club. I can't go do this. I can't do that. So we just in the house. We just kicking it with the family, playing cards, playing dominoes, playing space, you know, and they just, you know, stacking up. That's, stacking what, that's basically up, what he was saying. Stacking up, because you really just can't. But a lot of people don't have it that way, though. Keep it a buck. Like, I mean, a lot of people you... don't have it that way, bro. Well, not even just that, though. Like, but let's let's just put it in layman's terms, bro. Like. I understand not a lot of people had it that way, but the whole world really couldn't spend money during that time. Right. Excuse me. You couldn't go out and, and like, have a good time. Because everything was closed. The like, only essential like, things like, yeah, you, you had to buy little, were at the grocery $7, $8, $14 on, like, Postmates, but that was it. Like, unless you just really, like, ODing with the Postmates and with the Uber Eats and all that. Like, but, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. It was just, you know. Just keep the money in the bank. Try to keep your cash reserve up. Yeah, man. Like, that's really all it comes down to is just, like, and during these times, like, when people weren't either, A, getting unemployment or, like, B, still working, like, bro, either you're going to work or you're working from home every day and just, like, yeah, it's not really much to do, bro. Like, saving, so I exactly. Saving money on gas, saving money on insurance, everything. Yeah, man, I understand to a, to a certain extent, but it's just like, man, bro, like, you always wonder, like, to do something like that so drastic, it's just like, man, where like You really had to, yeah. Where yeah, man, friends? for everybody, man, if you, if you, if you, if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, just try to, you know, try to reach out to somebody, for yeah. real. But who's to say he did it, so I don't you know, ever want to, I don't ever want to put that past him in. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying it just to, you know, just to put that energy out there to the people. Like, yo, if you feel like, you know, you, you know, you're at your, you know, you're at a low point, just reach out to somebody for real, for real, you know. Oh yeah, you know, because you, you, feel, you feel, you feel for his family, you feel for his kids, you feel for, you know, everybody who, you know, loved him, and you know, everybody who, you know, you know, called him a friend and things like that. Like, you feel for those people, man. Yeah, I do. I really, you know. And that's Bill why I don't want to say something. that. Like, I don't want to say like he didn't have yeah. friends. You know what I mean? Like, I want to say you know, kind of sparingly, but it's just like, damn, bro, it's 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 hard. It's hard to think. It's about. wicked, man. It's a wicked thing, man. For real. 
Really for real. So, you know, yeah. So, you know, during this, you know, this whole, you know, COVID, like up until, you know, we got, we got a notice like two weeks ago, you know, from the, from the building manager basically saying, well, I guess the, the company that owns the building, and it's not that large of a building here in El Segundo. Um, but, you know, they basically said, hey, you know, uh, we're going to be renovating the property. The place used to have a pool. Uh, they took it out, I guess, a couple years before, or a year before we moved in. I guess the old manager took it out or something, whatever. But they used to have a pool, so they put putting that back in. They're renovating the whole building. They're renovating all the units, I guess. They're changing floor plans up and all kind of bullshit, right? So they wow. say, yo, all of y'all got to get out. You have to go move somewhere else. You know, the renovations are going to take, I think they said in between eight and 12 weeks or something like that, right? They said, uh, they said, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to come back, you know? Yeah, we, you know, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to did a deal on this place. You know what I mean? A few years ago when we moved in, uh, from the, uh, you know, when we moved in here and they said, yo, you can come back and, you know, get the same spot. You just got to pay an extra $1,200 a month. I said, huh? Excuse me? I got to do I got to do what? <laughs> okay. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I understand what's going on. They're mad. They're mad because they feel like they should be getting more for the unit, right? Which is a nice, very nice unit. It's very spacious. You know, two bedroom, two bathroom spot. And they're like, yo, we've been letting you slide for too long. Uh, you know, and, and they actually went up on the rent just a little bit. I think you can, you can go up like 3% per year. Uh, per per you know per the you know per lease, uh, yeah. the tenant laws and all that you know so they went up a little bit uh, on it so I was paying like nineteen seventy five and then they put it up to like two thousand right so I've been paying two thousand for like a year um, so I was paying nineteen seventy five for two years and per month which is a mortgage come on man some mortgage <laughs> I live by the beach though. But, you know, I brought that upon myself, of course. But I got kids, you feel me? Like, I got to make sure they're safe. Right. Right? So, I say, yo, get out of here. <laughs> so, everybody has to move out. Everybody. Everybody. So, I think this building probably has, like, you know, it's a, it, it's a whole alphabet. Anyway, so, everybody's got to go. You can come back if you want. You just got to let them know. We said, nah. <laughs> Nah, we're not finna take the bacon, okay? We're taking our chicken and we getting out, you know? I heard you know? that, man. I heard uh, that. They did us a solid, though, because they said, okay, if you move out by a certain date, you don't got to pay that month's rent. So I'm like, cool. So we got the notice like two weeks ago on a Wednesday, right? By that Friday, I said, all right, let me go ahead and take off work for a day, you know, and let me just go out and scour and just look at all the places that I could find. So all the Thursday, I was just, you know, my wife and I, we were just stacking up different addresses that I was going to go, you know, go and scout. Right. And, you know, Friday, all of Friday, I'm going through places, you know, looking at different places. And on Saturday, we had my, my, uh, we had my daughter's uh, birthday party for the second half of the day. So the first half of the day, I'm, you know, looking at places. And I went and I viewed, toured this beautiful place, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know, God, God does things, man. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just, he just, even though you he 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 takes his time with people, right? Always does. So I had a whole plan set up. I'm like, yo, we I'm like, yo, we're comfy in this current spot 
in beautiful El Segundo, home of the Lakers, and we're good money. You've been to this spot many times. It's beautiful. Park right across the street, track right across the street to jog on, dirt track, trails and all kind of, you know, playgrounds everywhere. It's beautiful. Close to the airport, LAX, and close to the beach. You know what I mean? That's this current spot, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so we got to go. So I'm, I'm, I'm Saturday morning. I viewed this spot. Still no LAX, but on the north side of, of LAX. I'm on the south side of LAX right now. Right. On the north right, side right. of LAX. Still by the beach. Uh, you know, still, you know, commute, still not bad. And I viewed two, I, I viewed two spots in the same building. Um, and I was the first to view both of them. The, fir- the, the spot that we ended up getting still had workers in it. They were redoing the kitchen. They were doing everything in the spot. And I hit the lady up immediately. I said, yo, we want this. Like, I, I, was, I did a FaceTime video with my wife, and I'm, and I'm walking through it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, this is what it is. What it is. Beautiful townhome. And I called the lady. I said, yo, we want this spot. You know? So we did the paperwork, whatever, you know, over the course of the week. And everything is good, but I'm just so ups- I was so upset though because I, you know, you you don't want to part with that much money to get a spot when you don't have to, when you shouldn't have to, like you're right, you're right, you're I'm right. Like damn, like we was comfy, we were so comfy here, and the plan was we would stack it up, stack it up, try to you know try to because the the rent wasn't you know compared to other places, especially other places in this area, the rent was not bad. Like we could have been paying double or triple, you know. Um, but it didn't end up working that way. So, you know, they threw a whole monkey wrench in the plan. It was going to, so it's a setback because I was trying to look for a spot to purchase maybe in a year and a half, you know? Hey. Now I got to sign another lease. Now I got to sign another lease though. See, that's why I'm upset. But Whatever. But the place is nice though, it's beautiful. So that's all that matters, man. That's the exactly. Exactly. But I shouldn't have to do that. Which brings me to this guy, right? This guy in LA. <laughs> this guy is a councilman. He's a he's a LA City councilman, bro. Jose Wazar. Bro, just listen to this, man. Jose Rizar is in federal custody, expected to make an appearance at the Roybal building in court behind me. Sometime this afternoon, we will be here, of course. Let's go to the videotape. A familiar face to Angelinos. He's been in office for three terms. Jose Rizar, 51 years old from Boyle Heights, was arrested this morning, as you mentioned, after years of investigation, accused in essence of running a pay-to-play scheme, a criminal enterprises, taking money, hotel rooms, chartered flights, meals, casino chips, in exchange for influencing what projects will be approved in his district, which represents much of downtown the Boyle Heights area. The U.S. attorney and the uh, head of the FBI's Southern California office spoke about this case uh, uh, against Weezar this morning. This is one of the most significant public corruption cases in the history of Los Angeles. As Special Agent Morgan said, this is the first time a RICO charge has been used with respect to uh, the city council. Local politics morphed into a well-oiled quid pro quo engine fueled by bribes from developers, consultants, 
lobbyists, and fundraisers who paid to have their agendas pushed by politicians, public board members, and civil servants. Special Agent Morgan said the case against Wezar was nicknamed Operation Loyale. Specifically, he's accused of soliciting and accepting bribes, of fraud, of extortion, and money laundering. As I mentioned, Wezar in federal custody, arrested at his home in Boyle House this morning. His wife also implicated in this. She has not been arrested or charged, but one of the allegations, uh, Bobby and Vanessa, is that he funneled money towards her. You remember, she was eventually being groomed to take over his seat when he's termed out in L.A. City Council. So if convicted, and that is an if convicted of these charges, he's looking at 20 years in federal prison. More today live at 5. I'm Phil Schumann reporting downtown. Bobby, Vanessa? This guy's embezzling money they got this guy on a rico case 1.5 million he's funneling money to developers and he's green lighting their projects so that they can build you know these extravagant properties you know what i'm saying and this guy's getting kickbacks like you know this guy's facing 20 years bro fed time fed time this guy's going to Vegas. They're giving him they they're giving him two hundred fifty thousand dollars in casino chips. Come on, man. That that's how they're paying them, so to keep it keep it off the books. <laughs> like, and we the criminals. That's insane, bro. I don't understand it. I don't understand it, bro. Like that's what that's what's really about to start happening too. All these uh, all these high. High-paying, white, or how do you say it, guys in the suits, they about to start getting cleaned out, bro. We about to start taking over them office positions and start uncorrupting all these fucking crazy-ass positions, man, because that's what's Bro, really the Fed, down, the, it's crazy. Like, exactly. Bro, you right. Like, you right. But see, we, we were on the way, though. Black people were on the way with Black Wall Street until they burned all that shit down. Oh, yeah, I know. We on some hating, on, on just just, just on some sh- just on some straight hating shit, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. this guy, you know, like the feds raided this dude's house in Boyle Heights two years ago, right? They seized a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in cash from his crib in his closet. Like, fam, <laughs> where does money come from? Yeah, like what the fuck, bro? Like you're not just taking, you don't have, you don't have a piggy bank. The fuck, you no know, piggy bank. Nigga, what? Like, makes no sense to me. So and so that and that's what the people are talking about. See, it, it it always comes back to this shit. That's what the people are talking about. What you got it with the systemic shit? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of people have been trying to get into these positions, but no, they can't get into it because people have people bought their seats. People exactly. have you know what I mean? like they got pawns in the game that they can move on the board. That's what this whole shit is, man. So you gotta wipe the board clean. Let's set them all so, up again with new so people. This whole life thing is, man. That's what we already know. We already know this whole thing in life is just a, it's a chess game, man. You gotta be able to play it the right way. Prosecutors also revealed in the documents that the developer provided six hundred thousand dollars in collateral to fund a settlement of a sexual harassment lawsuit filed against Wazar by former aide Francine Godoy. The allegations mm. of the lawsuit threatened his twenty his twenty fifteen reelection campaign. Like, and we the cri- <laughs> and we the criminals. Come on, man! This guy's got a whole this guy's got a whole operation. Like they hit him with a RICO charge. 
They got pictures of the cash. Blue faces. Blue face Benjamins. Like them is blue the face Benjamin. They're untouchable, bro. They honestly think they're untouchable. Like he's gonna pay probably like five, six million for what he thinks is the bombest lawyer ever, and still not get off. He better not get off, bro. Like, what the fuck, bro? I don't. Understand. Hey, he's facing twenty years, bro. How much time you think he get? He's 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 not gonna get twenty. I think I think he get. I think he gets. I think he gets five years. He gets five years. I think he serves five. Nah, he probably get. He no probably gets sentenced to five. But he he probably gets sentenced to five. I think he gets sentenced to five. But I think he serves two. And then he gets three years probation. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm telling you. That's what the that's what the system does, bro. But if it had it been had it been me, oh, 15 years, fifteen. Throw the book at him. Throw the book at him. <laughs> Consider life. That's give him the give him the maximum true. amount of the law. The maximum, man. bro. The maximum. I don't know, man. It's just you know, it's 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 everywhere, bro. It's everywhere, and he's not the first council member to you know to, to you know to go through this. I mean, there's been plenty of mayors throughout the throughout the the country that's documented. Plenty of you know people that have you know, and well known people too that have you know gotten caught up in shit like this. But whatever, man, that's just that's 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 what the, that's that's the game they play. But what we do is is you know. We just try to make sure that we claw our way and, and do it the right way. Yep, that's all we can do, man. That's all we can do. This guy wanted to get reelected, you feel me? Too. But yeah. I guess I, uh-huh. I I guess he didn't have enough confidence in himself that he was gonna be able to get reelected by the people. Mm. You know? He didn't have enough Shit. money left. I was I president of the really Black Student was. Union, nigga. I got elected. <laughs> enough, enough enough money left. That's what's happening. Yeah. Shit. I did my time in college. I served my year as president of the Black Student Union, bro. I'm good. I know. Talk that shit. And the people put me there. <laughs> the people put me shit. there. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I lobbied and I won. I was forced to run by my sister. My sister made me run. She was graduating. She was, she was on the executive board. So I guess I already had an end, but nobody else wanted to run. So I basically ran out, <laughs> ran out of post. <laughs> I think I think I think I think I think as a as a as a as a formality, I think my sister coerced somebody, uh she bribed somebody to run against me, knowing that they were gonna and I think they knew as well, but just to make it, you know, because they didn't want to run anyway. Exactly. They knew that it was gonna take an L. So. But I was just like, fuck it, man. Cause you know, cause 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 remember, you know, I had, you know, I have a speech impediment, remember? So yeah. I'm like, fuck it, man, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna right. do it. It's like it's so it's so it's so uncomfortable, you know, to be this this front facing, this forward facing of an organization. But I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm gonna do it. Why? Because it's gonna. It's like it forces me to speak to people. It forces me to speak publicly, like and give speeches and shit. Right. <laughs> you know. You got like to. so, yeah. So yeah, that was that was that was the best. That was one of the best things that ever happened to me. So shout out to my sister Ray. Yeah. Big ups, big ups, big up. Big ups. Shout out to my sister Q. What up though? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. They did they did they did the damn thing. They wanted the best for me, I guess. They always do, right? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure, for sure. 
That's for sure. Everybody out there, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Always, man. We're going to have some more episodes, uh, too, man. Let them know we got a good setup coming, new new space coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, might... new, the, new, the new Danger Chamber, uh, the new Yap House studio is, is, is going to be live. Um, indeed, it's going to be a lot more comfortable because the space is a lot more comfortable. You know, we, I'm growing as a family. We're growing as a family, bro. We got one more on the way. Our last Ooh, surprise, surprise. Okay, we can talk about that next time. Last man. one, bro. Last one, bro. Think. We got the last one coming. The tiebreaker. We already got a boy. We have a girl. This is this one's a tiebreaker, and 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 we're gonna see what it is. But you know, we're growing as a family, so we had to. We had to expand the space, and we did that. Indeed. We got to, you know Indeed. what I'm saying? So, Congrats Yap House though, Studio, I'm man. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad oh, man, I appreciate that. Too, that. Bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know, I, f- I figure, I figure, uh, you know, I figure uh, I need more me in the world. Hey, tell him. Hell yeah. I got to get on that a little soon, but, you know, I ain't in no rush, man. I ain't in no rush right now. Take your time, bro. Trust me. Oh, you got to tell me, bro. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it'll go, it'll go. Trust me. It'll go. You, 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 you know what to do. Indeed. You know what to do. But uh, keep, keep hope alive down there in beautiful San Diego. Back to the hometown. You know yep. what I'm saying? Keep it out there. You know what I mean? Keep. Uh, you know. I know you out there marching, but stay safe. You feel me? Oh yeah, always, always, but. You know, next episode we'll let you we'll let them know what what else I'm. Oh yeah, my oh yeah, you been oh yeah, you been out, you been out, you been out there catching some uh, catching well, some marlins and macros and all that. Well, some little bass, <laughs> you know, a little small mouth, a little big mouth, you know, crappie here and there. Not yeah. much though, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about it next time, though, bro. I'm not, I'm 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 real looking forward to it, man. We're gonna get on here ASAP. Oh, too, you already so know what it is. People, what of they course, want. of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, and with that. This is the Lifestyles of the Broken Educated Podcast. We appreciate yes, you guys. We appreciate the love. We thank you for tuning in. And uh, I'm going to sign off for Julius Ray SoCal. It's your boy High Roller, baby. Don't forget it. Two eyes and an A. Let him know. Trademark. What was called the move bombing did not end there. It marked police impunity and mass murders and therefore justified police shootings of single victims of state terror. I call it police terrorism. The same suffered with absolute impunity all across America and in every black community in the nation. It was for this reason that the Black Panther Party was formed in October 1966 in Oakland, California. Movements were born out of this intolerable extremity. Movements will continue to be born until this. This is a call from Pennsylvania State Correctional Institution, Mahanoy. This call is subject to recording and Still I remain, I can't complain, baby, life is great. Could have been a cage of the grave with the right mistakes. Uh, they see it happening. Still ain't backing it. Gotta stand for something. I'm taking the knee with Kaepernick. Let alone visit, y'all couldn't even imagine it. Lifestyle we embrace, y'all call embarrassment. We call it struggle and pain. It's in our heritage. Get it clear, understand it, follow the narrative. Fuck you, let us live. They keep taking our 
brothers. No justice, no peace. Gotta pray for our mothers. Hit them people trying to lynch this whole system is against us. It get dark before life start. They try to end this. I tell the youngins, killing senseless shootings. Once a convicted fella, forever you institution. Living ruthless by the end of the summer. You even dead or somewhere with a PP number. A bright future is hard to call. Shit, we already live in the martial law.